Good morning. My name is Quan Noel, and I'm starting a podcast. It's called Vision in the Valley. The podcast is about a spiritual journey. It's about getting to um, know myself, hopefully learning about my family and friends. It's mostly about getting used to the love language that the Lord speaks to me. He speaks to all of us in specific ways. And it's about my journey, learning what my purpose is and how it's changed my life. I will be sharing with you my specific love language that the Lord speaks to me, which is dreams through my dreams. And he's always spoken to me through my dreams. But I'm sharing with you because it has been, it's probably always been my, my part of my purpose. But the older I get, the, the more I've realized that this is something very unique. There may be other people who, who he speaks to this way, but these are not the norm dreams. And so I just wanted to share that and, and share how all of this comes together to give you the chronicles of a valley girl because there's vision and revelation even in the valley. And so my, my intro to this podcast, I thought I'd start off with something short and something very interesting. In fact, it was about an artist who was at the very height of his career. He was very different in that he took well-known works of art and duplicated them on a, a much smaller scale. So as an example, he would take, let's just say the Mona Lisa. That's just the first thing that I, that came to my mind. But he would take that in that same work and then duplicate it on a much smaller canvas. And the canvas is, he's using things like pennies, coins, things that are the size of uh, the erasers on a pencil, like very, very small canvases. So that by itself is already like crazy. But then when you look at his finished work, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And he, he mastered this thing to the point that even on the smallest scale, he was able to put all the character in each of those strokes, if you will, that he used to create this art. So this particular piece was something that he felt like he needed to use very delicate fibers. And so as a source, he used the hairs from his own body. No judgment here, right? He used the hairs from his chin to create the work. He needed something so delicate that only something like hair would work. And so as he showed the viewers how he put the work together, he would, he would say that he'd have to take a break in between the breaths in between his heartbeat because to continue to work while his heart would beat in fact or taking a breath would alter the works of his finished product and considering it was on such a small scale you can see how one little breath right could alter that and so when i use the word painstaking this is like unbelievably painstaking because you're talking about he's 
taking this extreme amount of time because he can't even work at the pace that an, another artist would work. Even if you were as skilled as he obviously is, you can't work with the same rhythm because it's so small. And then on top of that, he was using the hair from his chin. He was plucking the hair from his chin. And I, I say that because again, no judgment there, but that we were talking about painstaking projects. And the part that blew my mind, because all of that is just fantastic. And it's kind of maybe hard for you to envision because you didn't see his final work. I'll tell you now that they showed two or three of his pieces up, up close. And then they showed a, like a little uh, showcase of much more of his work. And he is a talented artist. And forgive me because I do not remember the program, nor do I remember the artist. But the thing I do remember is that he said to the producer that he did not enjoy his work. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. He said that he does, however, enjoy when he is able to watch the audience, his fans view his work. And I get that from a very creative space, working on the project, especially because it it took him so much, took so much out of him to create that he didn't get any joy out of that. But he did get joy out of seeing like, oh, they get me. They see the art. They see you know, this finished product and I'm happy. And that just made me sad. It made me sad because it, it reminded me of our daily lives. Like we do, we do these things. We go to these jobs every day, whether we are dentists or accountants, or we are bus drivers or mail carriers or whatever it is that we do. We do these things every single day and we do them because we have to do them. You may even be creative. Maybe you're an artist and you're making music or you're a painter. The point is, whatever we put that much time in, we should be getting joy. I refuse to spend my life only being happy with the finished product. Because first of all, it's life. It's the journey. So our finished product is not until we're no longer here, right? So I sincerely believe that this is the moment that we're all supposed to stop and say, I will get joy. I will get some joy out of what I do. If it's important enough for me to do it, I will get some joy out of it. And that may not mean that every single day you're whistling as you work. There are some days that are tough, especially depending on what you do. For, for me and my coworkers where we work, it's, it's difficult to be, be your best on a regular basis because there's so much going on. And that's probably true in a lot of industries and a lot of places. But I do know that the common denominator for all of us is that we have life in the journey. So the work that's being done is the journey. And the finished product is what we say our legacy is, our, our lives. So we have to get some joy out of our regular routine days. Take a breath and get some joy. Let the heart beat and get some joy. You, we have to, we must. And I believe that when we take that into consideration and we look at not waiting until the finished product to receive joy, 
it'll make all the difference in the world. And that's just one example of how my life has changed and is changing, just getting blessing and revelation out of every little thing. I can't wait to share the rest of my podcast episodes with you. I hope that you'll come back and you'll grow and learn and um, we'll partner in this thing. And as a reminder, get some real joy in between those heartbeats and breaths. I look forward to talking with you really soon.